This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. President Biden traveled today to a family farm in Minnesota, said Kamala Harris, go on, boy, you're free. Get, go on. Ah, yes, Joe Biden did go to Minneapolis, Minnesota yesterday. You know, St. George of Fentanyl land. Because he wanted to unfurl his rural agenda. Which, you know, can't be good for rural areas or rural people because Joe Biden's got an agenda. Yeah, he's got an agenda. Democrats have lost their minds. See, we have uh, five Democrat big city mayors coming to the White House today to complain about the illegal aliens that have flooded their cities. And they want billions of dollars, our dollars. Uh, You guys are sanctuary cities. You're going to have to raise taxes on your uh, local populations to pay for it. Why should I pay for your stupid policy? Stupid. Stupid, stupid. Well, well, well. Happy Thursday once again. And uh, welcome. Welcome to uh, all of you. We uh, we remain at 888-630-9625. I, I want to share with you because Joe Biden yesterday made some false claims. He's the president of the United States. Um, he said, well, he said some really dumb things. He, he went to Minnesota to uh, lay out his his alleged rural agenda. And uh, while he was there, there was, you know, he's the worst thing that ever happened to Israel um, as uh, presidents of the United States go. He is uh, just horrible. And Obama, too, funding Iran with tens and tens of billions of dollars and Joe Biden making sure that the Iranian oil revenues would increase by tens and tens of billions of dollars, and then giving him $6 billion in exchange for five hostages that they were holding at knife point, uh, because that always turns out well. He is not a smart man. He's not a good man. The Democrat Party is a, a profoundly corrupt institution. They're almost as corrupt as the news media, but uh, probably not quite. It's uh, setting the bar pretty high, or is it pretty low? Either way, it's the news media. Biden heckled by rabbi calling for Gaza ceasefire during campaign stop. They're calling it a campaign stop. He's campaigning, you know. And, you know, he uh, it's just they're, they're so pathetic. They're so outrageous. Uh, but now they're combating Islamophobia, the scourge of Islamophobia, the irrational fear of Islam in the United States of America. It's entirely irrational. But uh, he went to Minnesota yesterday. President Joe Biden was heckled during a speech by a bearded rabbi calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. See, the left, they want the Israelis to stop fighting so that Hamas can regroup and massacre them again. 
<clears throat> the incident occurred while Biden gave a speech at a campaign event in Minnesota. Listen to listen. I mean, this is I got to tell you the the uh, Washington Examiner story is uh, slow uh, getting to their destination because there's a uh, Brady Knox wrote the story. Breaking news reporter. The incident occurred while Joe Biden was giving a speech campaign event in Minnesota. Jessica Rosenberg, a reconstructionist rabbi and activist with the Jewish Voice for Peace group, stood up in the middle of the speech and called on Biden to push for a ceasefire in Gaza. Now, here's the uh, the thing about this. The, the rabbi, who goes by the name Jessica Rosenberg, is a man with a beard who identifies as a woman with a beard. See, he's the, he's, and, and it's kind of funny. It's uh, Rabbi Jessica. I was reading about Rabbi Jessica this morning. It said that it reminded me of Jessica Rabbit, you know, Rabbi, Rabbi Jessica. She, he's not uh, a woman. They just draw him that way. It's completely nuts. The Democrat Party is completely insane. Biden interrupted by protester calling for a ceasefire in Gaza, NBC News reports. And they refer to Rabbi Jessica Rabbit, Rabbi Jessica Rosenberg, the Jewish voice for peace, NBC Fake News is reporting. You think that NBC News is going to say, oh, by the way, this Democrat, kind of a portly man with a beard and a dress saying, I'm a lady rabbi with uh, lady hair. Uh, the, this is, the Democrat Party has said, no, this is perfectly normal. This is, this is what's going on here. Just amazing, amazing stuff. So Biden is heckled by a rabbi and Minnesota fundraiser. Demand ceasefire now. We have audio for you. Biden flew to Minnesota, the Daily Mail reports, and the American media doesn't. NBC fake news. Just like, oh, the rabbi is a man with a beard who says he's a lady. So Rabbi Jessica Rosenberg, a bearded Reconstructionist rabbi activist, interrupted Biden as to why he had not called for a ceasefire. Just, uh, just amazing. And uh, the uh, and then uh, Joe Biden made some false claims. Here is the transgender bearded lady rabbi. Uh, Jessica Rabbi. We should just call her Jessica Rabbi. Call him. I, I apologize. I, uh, I was looking at the dress, which doesn't fit well or in a flattering way at all because he's a man, man. And so here is Jessica Rabbi. Mr. President, oh if my you God. care about Jewish people as a rabbi, I need you to call for a ceasefire right now. Did you hear the person next to Jessica Rabbi say, oh, my God? When uh, the bearded lady rabbi stood up to, I need you to call for a ceasefire right now. You need me to call for a ceasefire right now? Is that, is that why the bearded lady is here? Mr. President, if oh you my care God. about Jewish people as a rabbi, I need you to call for a ceasefire right now. Get out! Get out! Democrats are, are obviously... Um, are they Islamophobes, Michael, or are they homophobes? Are they transphobic? Is that what they are? The uh, Democrats, you heard them hissing? They're hissing. Sss. Who hisses? A crowd of Democrats, they're hissing. 
First, the uh, a person says, oh, my God, when Jessica Rabbi stands up. And then they're hissing. There are more than one person hissing. And people are shouting, sit down and get out. They're yelling at uh, Jessica Rabbi to sit down and get out and hissing at Jessica Rabbi. Who hisses, honestly? Uh, uh, uh. You're a Democrat party. And uh, all that's just fine. Uh, Jessica Rabbi Rosenberg stood up during Joe Biden's speech in Minnesota and told the president, as a rabbi, I need you to call for a ceasefire right now, followed by, oh, my God, and hissing, and sit down and get out. I think we, uh, Biden, Biden, this is the, the news media says, Biden told her, <laughs> meaning him, I think we need a pause. A pause means give time to get the prisoners out. The hostages? He calls them prisoners like they're legitimate prisoners of war or something like that. And I think we need a pause, he said. That's what he said. Now, honestly, and then he told another lie here. Uh, to get the prisoners out. Now, now this is his big idea because he's such a maroon. But we need to pause. I need to pause the time to get the prisoners out. So, so you say, okay, uh, Israel, um, Benjamin Netanyahu, let's stop the assault on the Gaza for as long as they have hostages, which he calls prisoners. And that means the terrorists of Hamas and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad and, and Hezbollah and Iran – they say, hey, wait, as long as we've got hostages, there will be no more strikes. That means the hostages will be kept for years because Joe Biden couldn't think his way out of a thimble. He couldn't think his way out of a paper bag. The man is a maroon, as Bugs Bunny would say. He added, I'm the guy that convinced Bibi Netanyahu to call for a ceasefire to let the prisoners out, their hostages, and you didn't call uh, and when he says that he convinced Bibi Netanyahu to call for a ceasefire, I played the audio, I think, yesterday of Prime Minister Netanyahu saying there's no chance of a ceasefire. Just as the United States would not agree to a ceasefire after the bombing of Pearl Harbor or after the terrorist attack of 9-11, Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th. Now, and to that, Joe Biden told the transgender rabbi, Jessica Rabbi, yesterday, I'm the guy that convinced Bibi Netanyahu to call for a ceasefire to let the prisoners out. I just played the audio demonstrating that that was a lie by the lion Sacagawea, Joseph Robinette Biden. I'm the guy that talked to President Sisi of, of Egypt to convince him to open the door. Hey, Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. That's uh, do me a favor, <laughs> open the door, and let the terrorists in. The uh, the the door isn't open. They're allowing a trickle now out of the Rafah crossing on the South Gaza, going into Egypt. But um, President Al Sisi, General Al Sisi, has made it clear that they're not taking any of these Palestinians. Um, and also, you know, this uh, the media is all up in arms about the 
They say the Israelis bombed a refugee camp to kill a top Hamas leader who was taking refuge in what they call a refugee camp. You know, this location has been occupied by and called a refugee camp since 1948. They've just been sitting there. They haven't built a house. They haven't put a coat of paint on. They haven't paved the place. They haven't planted anything. They just sit there for generations. They're damn Jews. <laughs> you know what the Jews have been doing? Building uh, beautiful buildings and condos and uh, Mediterranean seafront resorts and building an economy and inventing things that have revolutionized the world. Just uh, just great, uh, great stuff. You're a Democrat party. I'm the guy that convinced Bibi Netanyahu to call for a ceasefire. Well, that didn't happen. So he's lying to Jessica Rabbi. And uh, just amazing. The White House, the uh, Daily Mail reports, the White House later clarified that Biden was referring to the hostages, not prisoners, thank you, held by Hamas after its October 7th attack on Israel, in which 1,400 people were murdered and more than 200 taken hostage. He was heckled by Jessica Rabbi while speaking to a crowd of uh, 200 donors. Brain donors? What kind of donors? At a private Minneapolis fundraiser, the rabbi's striking appearance gave rise to questions as to whether she is trans, but Rosenberg herself deliberately avoids the issue. Sure, that's a uh, uh, ceasefire now. And then you look at the pictures, and it's a dude with ridiculous cartoon hair, and uh, not for the hair on my chinny-chin-chin, got kind of like a little uh, jazz saxophone player beard on the bottom of the chin. Obviously a dude. Jessica Rabbi is a dude. Don't look like a lady. Honestly. Gave rise to questions about whether she, meaning he, is trans. But Jessica Rabbi himself, not herself, deliberately avoids the issue. And this is a Democrat, and that's why the people were gasping and hissing because... You know, they're transphobic. That's the thing about them, aren't they? Such transphobes. Our Democrat Party. They are not well. When I tell you, they are not well. Yeah, and uh, Biden calls for pause. ABC News gives him a flush, a fluff job here. Fritz Farrow. Fritz Farrow. Do you think that's another Mia Farrow offspring there? Biden calls for pause in Israel-Gaza conflict to get hostages out. That's the ABC News headline. Well, he said prisoners, not hostages, but they later clarified that he was talking about hostages. And, uh, and he didn't call for a pause. He just talked to the bearded rabbi lady and uh, said, I'm the one that convinced, that's the word he used, Bibi, and he just called him Bibi, to uh, the, the guy, I got to tell you, we've got, uh, this is our political leadership, and that's why we are barreling toward World War III and why The Economist, <laughs> the magazine The Economist, has an article today about what you should be doing with your investments to plan for World War III because you're a Democrat party. Just amazing. Yes, sir. I've got a lot of uh, <laughs> I've got a lot more for them. And we got to rename birds. We got to rename uh, dozens and dozens of birds in America. National Panhandler Radio is telling me because 
the names of the birds are racist because of the Democrats, and that's coming up too. Hey, you might be feeling overwhelmed thinking about the upcoming holidays. You know, it's hard to think about all this stuff when everything's more expensive and maybe your credit cards are already maxed out. Well, now is the time to pay off that debt. Get your finances under control before the holiday season, not after. And if you're a homeowner, American Financing. American Financing can help you access the equity in your home for instant savings. Put money in your pocket. They're saving homeowners just like you. An average of $700 American dollars a month. Think about, think about how that money could be spent to help your family and get you through the holidays. If you start today, you may be able to delay two mortgage payments, giving you lots of extra holiday cash. It costs you absolutely nothing to find out how much money you can save. The holidays are going to be here before you know it. So uh, call their salary-based mortgage consultants. They don't get commissions by selling you. They're salary-based at American Financing. Call American Financing at 888-402-0299. That's 888-402-0299. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Yes, sir. Yeah, Joe Biden, we've got, uh, well, he's proof that anybody can be president. That's for sure. I want to know where he stands on renaming racist birds in the United States of America because I'm kind of concerned about that. I I really am. And, uh, yeah, The Economist with... Uh, how to plan your investments around World War III. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Now, we posted this picture of Jessica Rabbi on Twitter, on, on the Twitter. I call it X. I call it X now. And you you got to see the, uh, the Democrat bearded lady rabbi. Um, the Democrat party is, is unwell. I mentioned um, already the economist piece, what a third world war would mean for investors. And there's another story that goes with that. The New York Sun. The New York Sun has the story. Biden asks Congress to approve a new nuclear gravity bomb. As Iran ticks closer to atomic doomsday. New nuclear bombs for Joe. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Imagine the news story if President Trump had ordered up a new nuclear bomb while the world was trundling toward World War III, according to headlines all over the place. Don't take my word for it. You know, The Economist wants to give you advice as to how to invest and plan for World War III what it would mean for investors. You know, you got you to gotta think ahead. That's And Biden asks Congress to approve a new nuclear gravity bomb. You know what a gravity bomb is? You don't, you don't know what a gravity bomb is? I know what a gravity bong is, but not bomb. Gravity bong. A gravity bong is, uh, that's, not, that, that's a different, that, that's a, is that a fusion or fission gravity bong? Uh, there it is. But the, uh, the gravity bomb, you know, just you just drop it out of an airplane. It's not on a missile or a rocket or anything like that. Uh, ICBMs, you know, your intercontinental ballistic missile, missiles. No, you just you have it like on a on a B-52 uh, and other aircraft. You can and you can just drop it. But that means your airplane is flying overhead, and that's not really where you want to be when you're dropping atomic bombs. It worked out for the Enola Gay um, and for Boxcar. Most people don't know the name of the plane that dropped the atomic bomb on Nagasaki, but that's uh, Boxcar. The pilot, his name was Bach, so they called it Boxcar. See, it's not B-O-X, it's, uh, but uh, never mind that. So Biden asked Congress to approve a new nuclear gravity bomb as Iran ticks closer to atomic doomsday. Sure, the B-61-13 atomic bomb would be, if all else fails, able to destroy underground sites in a, uh, you know, a fell swoop. A fell swoop. They use the term fell swoop in the uh, subheadline, which is nice. As Iran reduces the breakout time it needs to build atomic weapons, thanks to Barack Obama and Joe Biden, who are the primary drivers and benefactors of n- uh, the nuclear weapons program in Iran. They lied to us about it. They, uh, they said, oh, no, it's for peaceful purposes. Obama lied to us about it. Uh, Biden lied to us about it. The whole Democrat Party lied to us when they uh, said the the JCPOA, uh, the, their idiotic Iran deal that President Trump wisely and correctly put an end to because it was a complete farce. It allows them to continue to spin centrifuges and enrich uranium and advance their ballistic missile programs, which they intend to use to kill us all starting probably with Washington, D.C., where I live. Not that I've got a dog in this fight, but yeah, as Iran reduces its breakout time, time need to uh, atomic weapons, President Biden is asking Congress to approve an upgrade to the B-61-12 nuclear gravity bomb. The new B-61-13 would be able to destroy underground nuclear sites you see, because did you see that movie Top Gun uh, Maverick? That whole story is about knocking out Iran's nuclear weapons program, which uh, one of their key sites they buried into the, the side of a mountain uh, many years ago. 
I was briefed on that when they were digging the hole uh, and then uh, updated on that uh, briefed again back when I was covering the Pentagon. And uh, that's uh, that whole movie is about Iran's nuclear program. And then they escape in an F-14 uh, and uh, from Iran after he shot down in his F-18, you know, Maverick. And uh, Iran is the only country that still has F-14s that fly. Because we sold them F-14s under the Shah, and then we stopped selling them military equipment. But they kept those F-14s, last time I looked anyway, kept the F-14s flying. But never mind that. That's not really important now. So new nuclear bombs. And if Donald Trump had approved this new nuclear bomb and was rattling the saber at Iran, see, the Democrats give Iran tens of billions of dollars, approve their nuclear weapons program, lie to the American people that it's for peaceful purposes, lie to us that their ballistic missiles with death to the great Satan on the nose cone are nothing to be concerned about. And then we had these dimwits on Capitol Hill saying that uh, the nuclear threat has uh, never been higher. Uh, excuse me, the terrorist threat has never been higher. Never been higher. They could bring in a smaller bomb, uh, too. They don't need to put it on an ICBM. They could, uh, there are suitcase bombs and things like that. Now, um, Joe Biden and, and World War III, aren't they great? I want to I wanna take a little bit of pause here because uh, for, for kind of a, a fun thing, and I want to talk to my friend Greg Mueller, who has called in. I like to call him Herr Mula. Herr Mula. Greg Mueller is uh, an old friend um, and a great American, and he is the, the he's he's a an, a, a conservative activist and has been for quite some time. In fact, uh, Greg, are you there? You there on the telephone there? I'm I'm here, my old friend. How are you? I'm uh, I'm very well. I uh, uh, Greg Mueller joining us here is the CEO of a CRC Advisors, and I like to say because it's kind of bragging rights. Uh, because I know you, and I hang out with you, and we drink beer and stuff like that. But uh, Greg is one of the founding fathers of what Hillary Clinton described as the vast right-wing conspiracy. Um, and I like to call I just like to the, call it the VRWC. It's the vast right-wing conspiracy, the VRWC. And, um, and I'm, I'm proud to know you because of your, uh, you know, your very uh, important political figure being the creator, the founding father of the vast right-wing conspiracy. And CEO of uh, of CRC Advisors, working on all kinds of great stuff. And I'll tell you, Greg, you're in uh, Virginia, of course. And I uh, I want to talk about you know early voting is underway in Virginia, uh, and it's very very important uh, that uh, real regular Americans get out and vote in Virginia because early voting is available. You can go out and vote now. And uh, the uh, you know election day, I'm making quotation marks with my fingers is Tuesday of next week. But, uh, but Greg, am I right? People should get out and vote and make sure, you know, don't vote twice like in Chicago with Democrats, but get out and vote and vote for Juan Pablo Segura if, uh, if Juan Pablo's in your district and get out there and vote for the reasonable, rational people. Right, Greg? Absolutely, Chris, and thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure and an honor. I, I still listen to your show every day as I'm either driving around to meetings or sitting at my desk working, and it's absolutely fabulous. And congratulations on the great success. We, uh, One of my uh, 
good friends, uh, a gentleman named Lewis, uh, whenever we go places together, he's always got your show on in the car and he's a big <laughs> fan as well. So, but yeah, I mean, early voting is key. I've, I've already voted. Uh, my wife's already voted. This is something Republicans must get together on because we keep getting clobbered in it. People say they want to wait till election day and that's fine, but then something comes up or something happens and they couldn't get there or happens your your kids who are eligible to vote couldn't get there oh they forgot so early voting it's also much simpler oh my gosh we walked in voted and walked out but here's the deal we got to get you out of the swamp so you can start voting in virginia my friend you're you've been in the swamp too long and i know you're attacking it every day but we got to get you in virginia so you can come vote <laughs> got to get out of the people's republic of dc there yeah i it would increase my commute <laughs> I know you need the exercise. Walking to work is a good thing, especially after having a few beers at night the night before. So I totally understand. That's right. The but, body armor yeah, and the helmet. Virginia. Yes, absolutely. You got to have it there. Um, I think the election in Virginia is really, really important. You know, Glenn Youngkin's done a really good job. Um, you know, sort of running and winning and putting conservative uh, policies in place in Virginia. Um, he's really leaning in this cycle. So um, we're hopeful here that we can prevail in a purple state and uh, turn it around. So it's uh, it's uh, it's good, but we've got to get people out to vote to, to to give the Democrats some credit. They're very good at early voting and mail-in voting. And when you've got unions and everybody else working full time at those things, um, we've got to try to battle back. You know, they did this in California. They got tired of ballot boxes and all that being placed outside of friendly Democrat regions and. Finally, the Republicans, after complaining about it, decided, well, maybe we'll beat them at their own game in the following year. I think it was 2018, if I recall, <clears throat> or 2020. They um, actually put ballot boxes outside of gun stores and churches and other uh, more favorable uh, places of retail and interest to conservatives, and they wound up winning back seats in those districts. So uh, sometimes we have to play. I'm not suggesting we uh, we engage in in some of the fraud that might go on in the Democratic Party, but I am suggesting that we get out and vote and play the game the way they do on occasion. We just can't sit around and wait for election day. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it really is key. And how we uh, how we looking for next year for twenty twenty four? I think it's uh, the, the issue environment is absolutely fabulous. I mean, um, it's sad but fabulous. I mean the. The uh, the issues that people care about, I think, are more in line with conservative and Republican thinking. Um, inflation is still out of control. And um, the president tries to Uncle Joe, as you call him, is trying to uh, spin things. And he might be getting a little bit dizzy trying to do it. And Lord knows he does, can't afford to get dizzy. Um, you know, he's trying to spin Bidenomics and all this climate change uh, nonsense that he keeps pushing on everyone and using taxpayer money to force uh, meanwhile, we've got out of control inflation. Spending is through the roof and we've got all sorts of warning signs. The economy is very unstable while the Chinese continue to build up and and, and grow their economy. So we've got a lot of challenges there. We could be marching towards uh, World War Three. It's very unnerving. Everybody's shocked at the level of um, the level of anti-Semitism and going on on a lot of the college campuses and the pro Hamas rallies that are funded by foreign dark money interests. And I mean, these are these are big concerns. I think the foreign dark money issue is a really big issue. Um, the Democrats, if you look at Jansberg Wies, George Soros, they're 
wholly owned subsidiaries, of course, the Biden family and their relationships and interests, financial interests from abroad yeah. with Hunter and, the, and of course, the big guy and the, the brand and all those things we've heard about. Um, the, the Democratic Party is a is wholly owned subsidiary of foreign interests, and you don't hear a lot about it except on shows like yours mm-hmm. and others. So I think uh, all of these things <clears throat> are emerging as as big issues for Republicans. And the border, I think, is going to be we're going to see more and more. Sadly, it's being pretty much run now by cartels. And as we're learning more and more, potentially um, different terrorist cells that are using it and abusing it and coming across. All these things are not lining up very good. We're kind of out of control. And what's Joe Biden talking about? Climate change. Uh, So I think there's opportunities if Republicans can get it together uh, and unite after we have a fierce primary season. Now, uh, Greg. Yeah, we also add, Chris, also add one thing on that. I think the culture war that my old boss, Pat Buchanan, talked about is sort of alive and well, as he predicted. Um, You're seeing all this going on with woke education. We're seeing it some with these Hamas rallies and things like that in higher education institutions. We're seeing it in in corporate uh, boardrooms where they're pushing political agendas. I think Bud Light and Target uh, have now realized that maybe that was not such a good idea. Um, Some companies are saying, hey, I'm not waking up every morning to think about politics. I'm waking up every morning to see how I'm going to serve my customers and my employees. And that's where these corporations should be. That's a result of success in the conservative movement. But all of these cultural battles, transgenderism, um, a, a boy can be a girl and a girl can be a boy. Somehow we're now science deniers of that. Not to mention we're science deniers of the fact that it's a baby in the womb. Anybody that looks at it will tell you that, scientists and medical <laughs> medical experts. So I think the Democratic Party has really become sort of radical and sort of extremist in, in, in their policy positions. No longer are there Governor Bob Casey's in America. Um, and, and so I think Pat Buchanan, in that sense, when he gave that great speech at the 92 convention, uh, was dead on and somewhat prophetic. I uh, and uh, I, I'm on with Greg Mueller, the CEO uh, of you know you're the CEO of everything of CRSC Advisors and and uh, 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 founding father of the vast right wing conspiracy and and Greg I know you worked on you've worked on all kinds of great causes over the years including the uh, Swift Boat Vets for Truth that uh, um, uh, uh, point out the lies that Bolt Neck was telling us John Kerry and you worked on the sent the uh, uh, Supreme Court confirmations of of Alito and Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and uh, and Barrett and great stuff and you just mentioned Pat Buchanan and I want to I want to go back there because you worked for the Buchanan campaign in 92 and in 96 and you know Pat Buchanan is just such a riot and he's so much fun and he's such a great American and I think the term happy warrior was coined for Pat Buchanan way back when uh, who he infuriates the crazy lefty people uh, because he laughs at them and and he does you know the Buchanan chop. I love the Buch- I still do it sometimes myself when I'm talking. Just you know extend all your fingers and do the Pat Buchanan chop, uh, and always laughing. There's a famous Pat Buchanan laugh. You know the <laughs> and and he's uh, and he's a riot. And and uh, you and I uh, and our friend uh, Pat were able to have dinner with him a couple of years ago out at a restaurant and. Uh, just uh, so great, and I want to I want to mention today is Pat Buchanan's birthday. You brought up Pat Buchanan, and today is Pat Buchanan's birthday. The great American Pat Buchanan, who who worked for uh, Ronald Reagan, he he worked for uh, worked for uh, everybody. How, you know, uh, tell us. And I mean, I know you're uh, very close, and you worked with him over the over the years, over the many years. And and Pat Buchanan, 
turns, turns 85 today, 85 years old today. And I think he uh, deserves a hat tip from all of us because Pat Buchanan has been fighting the fight. And he has been so right about so many things over the years. And sometimes, you know, Pat Buchanan, he was attacked for things that he said. And then 20 years later, they came to, he was talking about the border before talking about the border was cool, among other things. Uh, am I right, Greg? That's absolutely right. I mean, the, the privilege of my career has been to work for such a great man and his beautiful wife, Shelley Buchanan, that they're just upstanding people, Americans. Uh, they're just, he's a hero and a patriot. Uh, he is 85 today, so happy birthday, Pat, if you're listening. He's a big fan of Chris Plant, so he might be. Uh, so, you know, he's just a wonderful guy. He was in many ways a, a, another father to me um, and uh, and very similar to my dad um, in, in many ways, and that's a compliment. So he's just a great, great person, very down-to-earth and humble. Um, he was more right from the beginning, as his first book stated, than he may have thought. Yeah. I remember he told me once, I said, you know, it don't look like we're going to pull this out. And he said, don't worry, fella. Buchanan might lose, but Buchananism is going to win. Uh-huh. And he was right. I mean, if you look at a lot of the issues that Donald Trump ran on, they were issues that Pat Buchanan brought to the 92 and 96 campaign. A lot of people today don't follow that political history, but I lived it uh, with him, thanks to him, and uh, incredible debt of gratitude to um, my uh, opportunity to work for him. And uh, it was just a blessing. I traveled in 92 and 96 um, all over the country with him in numerous states. Um, 96 uh-huh. obviously was a more broader campaign, but he's such a great man. He, he hit all of the issues again. Like you said, I remember Republican leaders calling him a xenophobe because he wanted to build what he called the Buchanan fence, which now became, I guess, the right. Trump border wall. If you take a look at most of the Trump issues, they actually aren't his issues. They I liked actually- uh I, I like and Ross Perot's issues. I like Lake Buchanan, the the Lake Buchanan from the Gulf of Mexico to the Pacific Ocean, uh, and he's just so great. He, he worked for Richard Nixon. He worked for Gerald Ford. He worked for Ronald Wilson Reagan. Uh, he's been fighting the fight forever. He's been doing it with a smile on his face. He's been uh, suffering the slings and arrows from these uh, slime bags uh, all these years, and today's his 85th birthday. And you know, God bless Pat Buchanan. Greg Mueller, thank you for uh, for checking in. Hey, we got a little uh, Beatles. You say it's your birthday. Uh, great stuff. Happy birthday to Pat Buchanan and uh, Greg Mueller. Happy thanks birthday, for, Pat. Thanks for checking in. We're going to have to go out and drink beer soon. Let's get Pat to come along, too. Happy birthday. Oh, Bernie, thanks so much for calling. All right, we've got uh, <clears throat> so little time and so much to get to. Yes, we do. Hey, look, I'm being quoted here in some left-wing media things here for making fun of Jill Biden, looking like uh, she's got a Hitler mustache when she's trying to dress as a kitty cat like she's a 17-year-old girl going to a high school party. The whole family's delusional, isn't it? In fact, we got another $40,000 payment to the Biden family rackets. Uh, And uh, another story, I've got an update for you on that today. Uh, And our uh, news media, the entirety of our news media, they just yawn and say, oh, yeah, yeah, $200,000 check to Joe Biden. Here's another $40,000 check. And he paid cash for his $2.7 million house on a government salary. And all of this is just fine. Now, some of the Republicans on Capitol Hill are actually doing their job and doing a good job. I've, uh, I've got an update for you on that. 
Uh, and new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, is not rich enough for the news media. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.